Shut up and sit down. Welcome back in to No One Asked Us, episode 47, the 47th and final episode of 2021. It is Monday, December 27th, about 2.45 Eastern time. Uh, I am Craig Choate. That is Logan Lee. Give us a follow, all our social media channels. Uh, those watching on YouTube, all of that info is above us. I'm at Craig W. Choate. He is at the Logan Lee. Our show is at No One Asked Us Pod. Give us a follow like if you're on youtube give us a like hit the thumbs up you're already here might as well might as well give us a like and get our numbers up there thank you for listening thank you for watching thank you for uh putting up with us for 2021 we're hoping for a good 2022 um logan is on location today he is at cams i'm not not, sure if he's at his brother's okay okay he's at his brother cams he's not on green street Live on location on Green Street. (laughs) I was at Cam's a couple weeks ago. Um, Saw that. Changed a little bit. Changed a little bit. Um, It was smaller. Do you feel older? Do you feel older? Oh my gosh! Just just driving into the city limits of Champaign Urbana, I felt old. Felt older. It was a unique experience. Although not that not that you were really going there as a college student, but you your time in Champaign at least was you know, several, you know, when you were working there, I guess, you know, you were still fairly young. Now you're old. Yeah. Yeah. But it helped that three of the guys that I was with are older than me. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wasn't the oldest one there, but did you um, get carded? Yeah. They card everybody. I'm just asking. Yeah. You got to get the wristband and and all that stuff, but it was fun. It was, it was my first time at the new one, honestly. Um, So so it was good to see. It's smaller than I thought, but it was good to see. They have a big mural on the back uh, beer garden yeah. with alma mater and a bunch of like, um, they had an artist do like caricatures of famous Illinois, like um, Sean Evans is on there and um, Hugh Hefner's Sean on there, Evans. but they've still got Lovey on, on there. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> might, might need to update that. Um, anyways, um, it is Monday the 27th and just an hour or two ago we had some big news for Illini basketball so we're going to get to that talk a little football nothing really Illini related but it is a big uh bowl week uh hopefully we get these in but um kind of the theme of this show is going to be uh if this happens because um pretty much everything we're going to talk about very well could be canceled um after this show comes out but uh we're going to hop right into it um Logan how was your christmas Greg, my Christmas was great. It was a, it was a long, but eventful three day long experience. Had Christmas Eve festivities uh, with Allison's family, and then Christmas Day festivities with uh, more of her family, and then drove to Oakwood and did uh, stuff with my family on the twenty sixth. And now I just have several days to just kind of relax. So it was good. It was a much needed three days. Um, very excited that I received several. Um, gift certificates to go towards by purchasing my new computer, which I have purchased. <laughs> However, I'm not exactly thrilled with the um, the acquiring of the said computer, which I know you've had some other issues with Best Buy in the past. I know we've talked about, um, but the options that I was given uh, to acquire my computer, I wasn't thrilled with, but whatever, um, I will have that soon. So um, I did get, and I was going to ask you if I could borrow your IO jersey, 
um, that you may or may not have received yet because I'm going to a, a Bulls game in February. Uh, my dad got me and my brother's tickets to that. Um, so I might have to borrow your jersey, assuming it, you know, it comes in by February 6th. <laughs> no comment? No. no. Ordered on August 1st. Haven't got it by Christmas. Well, it's, if I'm uh, there and I see them, I'll just buy you one. That's what we keep saying. Next time we're in Chicago, we're just going to go to the Bulls team store and, and get one there um, because this is it's ridiculous. I got another email last week. Would you like to keep this order? I'm like, at this point, might as well. <laughs> I would but say no. No, thank they, you. They keep giving me 25% off my next purchase. So oh. if eventually this jersey is going to be free. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, still, still no IO jersey. Still no Iron Jersey. Well, um, but I, I will be going. I will be going to a game, so uh, I'll check with you then and see if see if I can borrow it. But, yeah, I'll I'll let you. Yeah, know. I'll let you know. Okay, thanks. How was uh, your Christmas? You have a good it time. It was good. Yeah, I spent a couple of days in Pinckneyville with my family. Um, let's see, we were there Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, and left Saturday. Um, so yeah, a uh, quick trip. My family was in from North Carolina as well, so we all we all met up um, for the first time in a couple of years. Um, cause Christy's birthday is Christmas day. So normally we spend it with her family. Um, since she's kind of got the, the double there, their birthday and Christmas on, at the same time, which I've never met anyone with the birthday on Christmas, but it sucks. <laughs> like I feel so bad for her. Um, my, my cousin's birthday is the day after Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we would always, you know, when I was, when we were growing up, there was always Christmas Eve, Christmas day, and then her birthday party. And, and then Cameron's is two days. It's tomorrow, the 28th. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no, I know, I don't know anybody that's on Christmas. So that, yep. that has to be, I don't want to say fun. That has to be, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. No, I wouldn't want that. No, no, I feel bad for her, but, um, but yeah, back in Louisville now and, um, pretty relaxing nothing crazy happened didn't get anything too crazy um just some shirts i got a nice old school saluki shirt a new illinois sweatshirt um and just other small things so did you get a new watch no no bear bear wrist (laughs) bear wrist yeah luckily it's not summer because in the summer i had the watch tan line Mm -hmm. um like I did with the Livestrong band when I didn't take that thing off for six years. Oh, Livestrong bands. <laughs> Forgot about those. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. That was a, yeah. a time, a moment in time. Well, that's yes, great. I'm glad you gorgeous. had a good Christmas. Yeah, it was. Um, it didn't feel like it, though. 70 degrees just doesn't put me in the Christmas spirit. So I know. Um, but we did watch, I think it was Friday. From the time we woke up, we watched Home Alone 1 and 2. We watched Santa Claus. We watched Elf. We watched Christmas Vacation and then bits and pieces of A Christmas Story. Like we went through all five of my favorite Christmas movies. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, no, that was Thursday. That was Thursday. Then we watched Basketball Friday. So um, so yeah, good week. Good weekend. Good week. Um, But yeah, let's, let's move into the show now. Moment of the week. Is yours sports related? Is it Christmas related? Is it something you got? So your bulls tickets? Do you? Is have it one? something that I f- didn't even think about, Craig? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It has. This has just been such a whirlwind of a three days that uh, I haven't really thought about it. So the moment of the week is not uh, Illinois basketball getting canceled. I'll tell you that much. Um, 
I was looking forward to going to that because I was actually really considering going to that game. And I know we're going to talk about this. Uh, but that would be my anti moment of the week. Um, moment of the week, you know, just just the holiday in general. I just think, yeah. you know, from a personal standpoint, it's just my favorite time of the year. And it's been nice to just spend it with family and not worry about everything else is going on in the world and um, just kind of put all that stuff on the back burner. And, uh, but yeah, this we'll just go just general, just the holiday. It's just been a great moment. It's been a great, you know, week or so. It's been a lot of fun. We'll just say that. When do you have to go back to work next Monday? Uh, yeah. Monday. Yeah. We're, I mean, obviously I work in the world of TV news. So like the building is still open. Like I, well, yeah. I'm, I'm taking vacation off this week. So, uh, but yeah, I'll be back at work on Monday. So yep. I'm going to going to enjoy the next week of doing mostly nothing. And it's going to be wonderful. It's the best time of the year, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Normally, normally you're, you know, you're going to have 30 bowl games to watch and college basketball yeah. to watch, but we're not sure that we're going to get that. No, year, but no. enjoy, enjoy what we can. Um, my moment of the week, I got two of them. One yeah. of them. Glad one of us does. Um, and it, it's, because of COVID that this happened, but Malcolm Hill is getting his shot in the NBA. Yes. Um, the Hawks had a lot of players enter the protocols and they signed Malcolm Hill from the G league. Malcolm was averaging, I think 18 points in the G league. Um, so the Hawks signed him to the 10 day hardship waiver, which teams are doing to fill the roster spots of players who go into the protocols. So, a bunch of players are making their NBA debuts and getting to the league for the first time. And Malcolm got the call um, early last week. I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. They called him up. Um, hasn't made an impact. He did play two minutes on Christmas Day against the Knicks um, at Madison Square Garden. So uh, it is his NBA debut. It was at Madison Square Garden. So that's pretty cool. Um, he hasn't, he didn't do anything in the stat sheet, but he did get on the floor. Um, he's one of the, one of the few that I got to know a little more off the court when he was at Illinois, and he's just such a cool dude, uh, down-to-earth guy, um, number four scorer, I think, all-time in Illinois history, three or four. Um, I think three behind Kwame, uh, Kiwan Garris, and, um, and D. So um, props to him. Um, don't know how much he's going to see the floor. Um, I think he's kind of just a body in case they need him. But um, but he's he made it to the NBA, so so good for him. Yeah, that's really one of the the benefits that's come out of this whole COVID thing is a lot of these, you know, players are getting chances. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm is is certainly one of them. Yeah, he was he was a great player to watch um, at Illinois, and obviously I wasn't you know uh, following the team in terms of the level that you were, but um, he were he did exactly those weren't exactly the brightest days of Illinois basketball. Uh, but he was the lone, really the lone bright point. Um, you know, there were, there were moments, um, there was, you know, certainly from a, you know, a singular moment standpoint, the Tyler Griffey Indiana game sticks out, but just as a general, you know, he's really the only player from that era that, um, Mm -hmm. was really the bright spot from, from all of that. So happy for him. Hope it amounts to something for him. Um, but I'm just, you know, as you said, just glad that he's getting a chance to do that. That's really cool. Yep. And then another former Illini last night had a pretty big moment. Malik Turner playing for the Cowboys um, had a 61 yard impressive catch down the sideline and then scored a touchdown a couple of plays later for the Cowboys. Um, that's actually his third touchdown this season. I just looked up his stats. Wow. He's, 
He's got three scores this year. Um, he had one in 2019 with the Seahawks. So good to see him making an impact. And also Milo Eifler. Um, I, see I saw this. <laughs> he started yes. for uh, the Washington football team at linebacker. And it was Sunday night football. So, you know, they do their, their starting lineup intros. And, you know, they go Malik Turner, Illinois. But Milo Eifler, because he was signed also as a COVID replacement, I guess didn't record one. So they didn't have one. So yeah. the other 10 starters on defense said their name and their school. And then they popped Milo Eifler's picture up there with his name. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, but good for him to get, get yeah. to start in, in the league. So, so that was unfortunate, cool. unfortunate moment for that. I saw that. Yeah. That was kind of funny, yeah. but that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Question of the week. Uh, last week recapping uh, since it was Christmas and it's kind of a hot topic. We just simply asked eggnog. Yes, no, or is it spiked? And to no one's surprise, no takes the majority. 54.4% say no to the eggnog. 31.6% do say yes, and only 13.9% ask, is it spiked? What say you, Logan Lee? I'm a nah. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I've had it. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, but no. I, I was a no on that. I wasn't surprised that it was you know, the most people said, no, I was kind of surprised by, by how much of a margin, but, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a no, I'm a no on that. Let's okay. say you, uh, no, yeah, no as well. I'm full transparency here because I'm honest on this podcast. I don't know if I've ever had it, but just the thought of it, I'm like, no, I'm good. It's, it's honestly not as, it's not as, I, I, it's not as, I think you, you might actually kind of like it. It's not. It's a lot sweeter than I was expecting it to be. I remember when I had it. Again, I don't go for it often, um, but you should give it a shot. Just I also time. don't know that I've ever like been offered it because we don't have it at our Christmas. Yeah, and it's not a thing. I don't know that Christy is, has it as hers, so I don't know. We'll see what, next time it's around, maybe. This should have been a question that we asked, you know, like pre-Christmas, but, you know, whatever. Like what, I mean, what was your like favorite Christmas tradition growing up that, you know, may or may not have, you know, still go on or whatever um, but you know what was something i mean i guess that... i guess growing up it was just christmas eve was always my mom's side of the family and it was Same. every everyone it was like there was like 50 people all my mom's cousins brought their kids and it rotated between houses um and there was a lot of kids my age so i mean we saw them on easter thanksgiving and christmas those were the three times that we really saw them so i think it was just christmas eve and having the whole mom's side of the family there with um, playing football in the backyard or, or I remember one year specifically for Christmas Eve, it was like, it was this year, it was like 70 degrees. We played basketball in the driveway for like five hours yeah. on Christmas Eve. So I think it was that um, we have the tradition of, you know, reading the Christmas story from the Bible before we open presents. Um, I think that's our really our only other tradition other than then we just kind of hang out and open the presents and, and just chill the rest of the day. So that's pretty much did it. Sa did Santa um, leave you presents that were unopened or that were already put together or out, or did you open up Santa's presents or no, it would that work for you guys? Or Christmas did Santa morning. not exist in no. the household? <laughs> Christmas morning, there would be presents from both mom and dad, from brother, and then from Santa. And Santa's presents were always wrapped in different paper as well. But it was mom's handwriting. But oh, it was, of course. It I mean, it's not saying that's handwriting. <laughs> um, 
I asked mom this year, I was like, did I ever sleep on the couch and like try and catch you guys? So you're like, nah, you didn't care. But your brother slept on the couch like three years in a row and he didn't wake up one single time. (laughs) (laughs) So my brother was home and he's like, yeah, I believed in Santa. So I was like 14 because I slept on the couch and I never woke up. So I just assumed that he was actually real. (laughs) That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't believe Christmas is over. I, it's just like, I know it, it doesn't feel right. But um, our question this week leads into most of our conversation this week. Um, how should games that are impacted by COVID that can't be rescheduled be handled? So if, if a game is um, postponed because of COVID and they can't come to a rescheduled date, what should happen? Should the team that caused the, um cancellation should they forfeit or should it be a no contest um i think initially the rules were pretty much every conference ruled it a forfeit but i think some of those are 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 coming are pulling back on that now i think most everybody's back down on it back back down on that except the big 10 i feel like it yeah, might be the only I, one that hasn't yet yep i was just i think i just saw something about the, the american i think just did it too yep um so the Big Ten's about all that's left. And I, I understand that thought process going into this season. Yep. Um, I don't think anybody expected this current wave to happen. Um, and as fast as it's spreading with people. I mean, I've talked to people that have gotten it, have no clue how they've gotten it, that have been vaccinated. Um, I mean, obviously we knew the vaccination wasn't going to stop it, but uh, I mean, it just spreads like wildfire. I mean, yeah. and, and people aren't getting as some people, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but I know, you know, a lot of people aren't getting nearly as sick from it, um, but they do have it. So, you know, I think they do need to do some relaxing on some of these restrictions, but just 15 minutes ago, Jeff Borzello from ESPN um, on Twitter, believe this leaves big 10 as only one of top seven college football college hoops conferences, not to adjust their COVID scheduling policies. Other six have gone to no contests all, but big 12 have said minimum of seven players. Big 12 is six. Big 10 said last week it was quote evaluating. So we are right on that big 10. It's still a forfeit. If you can't play all the other conferences, um, major conferences, um are have gone to no contest which is what it was last year and that's what caused the whole um fight over the conference champion because illinois did not have any no contest they went 16 and 4 michigan had the better winning percentage but illinois won more games and they gave it to um to michigan so that's our question of the week this week how should games impacted by covid that cannot be rescheduled be handled forfeit or no contest that leads right into our conversation. Illinois does go on pause this afternoon. Um, after returning multiple positive tests within the program, um, this game against Florida A&M that is canceled for, um, Wednesday night will not be rescheduled. So the non-conference schedule is complete for the Illini. They go seven and three. Remember they are nine and three, um, overall their record is, but two of those are big 10 games. So they go seven and three in their non-conference schedule. Um, I, preseason, we were kind of talking that they might go undefeated in the non-conference, <laughs> but, um, they do lose three games, but they yeah. are on the rise. They are on the rise. 
Um, Not this, on the rise enough to be in the top 25. That's true. They are 26. They are 26 by about oh. 50 votes. Um, for those that might be listening that had tickets, um, if you bought them from the U of I directly, they will be contacting you after they come back, which is the fifth um, after the tickets office reopens. If you bought it from a third party, they say you need to reach out to those companies directly to see if you can get your money back for those. Um, it does also say in the release, the next scheduled game for Illinois is Sunday, January 2nd at Minnesota. So they don't specify if that game is on or not, but, um, but yeah, that's where we're at. Um, I don't know, or I don't have any clarity on how this impacts practice. I don't know if the players that have tested negative or have not tested positive can continue to practice, or if everyone is sent to their dorm to just relax. I'm not sure about that, but um, I was out running some errands this afternoon and I saw it and I was just like, yep, it was bound to happen. I mean, I I knew it was coming. Were you kind of along, along the same lines? Yeah, that was my same reaction. I had been out shopping with my dad and we had ran into the bookstore and I, we had been talking about the game on the way over. I had mentioned to him, I said, I'm still thinking about going to that game if you want to go. And he said, yeah, I mean, if you want to get them, if you want to get tickets, we'll go. And as soon as we walk out of the bookstore, I saw that tweet. Well, never mind. Because he had also asked me while we were in there, he's like, what are you going to talk about on the show this week? And I said, I don't really know. Illinois basketball. Then I see that. I'm like, well, I guess I know what we're talking about. The fact (laughs) that there's no Illinois basketball. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I had the same reaction. I think it was inevitable. Uh, I think everybody at some point or or another it's going to hit it. I'm surprised Illinois didn't hit it last year. Um, mm-hmm. So this is where we're at. This is this is the world we live in. This thing has mm-hmm. it is running through things like wildfire, spreading like wildfire. Uh, we've talked about it a lot. I hate talking about it. I hate it in general. Um, but it is what it is. It is the nature of yep. the world we live in, specifically sports and entertainment. Um, quite frankly, I'm surprised that. I know this is totally off subject, but I'm shocked by the, that there hasn't been more of a shutdown of like movie theaters and such Mm -hmm. by how many people went to see Spider-Man over the course of the last few weeks. And, but I guess, you know, I don't know, everything's different, but in terms of sports, I mean, it's, it's canceling everything. There's been already how many bowl games that have been canceled due to this stuff. Um, A ton of basketball teams have been hit by it. The NBA has been hit by it. My fantasy basketball team has been hit by it. Uh, you know, all the important things. So, yeah, not surprised. I was not shocked. I thought it was inevitable at some point. So I saw Matt Norlander from CBS College Basketball Writer tweeted that I think Illinois makes 70 programs that have had to go on pause, and 50 of those have been in the month of December. Yeah. So, I mean, if your program makes it through this season without going on pause once, it's a miracle. Uh, I, I think everyone's probably going to be hit by it at some point or another. Um, so then we get into the, you know, better now than in February or March and even worse during the tournament. Like um, yeah, who was, who was it last BCU last year couldn't right. play in their tournament game because they had it pop up the day before their game. And then Oregon goes on their run. And yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say about this while you were talking and now I can't remember, but um, yeah, let's hope it, let's just hope it doesn't last very long. Um, I think Ohio state went on pause, maybe the 11th and I still don't think they've played a game yet. So it's been, that's more than two weeks now. Um, but let's see, I, I'm not sure what the vaccination status is of the Illinois program. I'm pretty sure 
they were all fully vaxxed, but I'm not sure if they had gotten the booster yet or not. Um, and that's where these, we were talking about the COVID rules with our question of the week. The reason that they went to the, the forfeit rule was because they wanted teams to get vaccinated. Correct. And so now the majority of programs are fully vaccinated. So now they're like, all right, you guys did what we wanted. We're going to re- relax these rules. So haven't yeah. seen anything from the Big Ten yet, but um, I would expect them to, to change this rule. Yeah. The vaccination obviously helps things, but it's not stopping anything. So, and as I said, just because, you know, you're vaccinated doesn't mean you're not getting it. And yeah. some people it's, you know, some people are getting, getting it worse than others, but it's not stopping anything. It, it, this virus doesn't care about this vaccination. So um, yeah, it sucks, but this is the world we live in. All right. So that's where we're at there, but they did have a game last week. Um, they did yeah, they blow did. the absolute doors off of Missouri. Um, it ended up fun. being a 88 to 63 Illinois win, but let's be honest, this was a 40 point game for most of the second half. Correct. This was, it's Correct. a 25 point win, but it was a lot more than a 25 point win. Yes, it was, it was fun. It was fun <laughs> to see. Yeah, it was, this is a Missouri team that we talked about last week is not very good. Um, so we were hoping that this could be at least a 20 point game. Um, and it, it happened pretty early. Um, Illinois just kind of, I believe you said last week that you hoped that they would, what was the, what, how did you phrase it? You said something about grabbing them by the throat, uh, stomping, stomp on, I don't know. You stomp were very on their throats, I think. You were very violent uh, in how you described it. And uh, it, it, it happened. It happened. Um, this team continues to, shoot the ball well, score the ball well. Uh, Kofi Coburn continues to be an absolute force that very few teams have been able to stop and will be able to stop. And it, it, it worked. It worked in bragging rights, baby. Um, that, was, that was a heck of a lot of fun to see that, to see these guys finally get a win against Missouri. Um, that was great. That was, that was an excellent way to kick off uh, Christmas, in my opinion. Kofi goes for 25 points, 14 rebounds. That earns him Big Ten Player of the Week honors just released uh, within the last hour or two. Uh, another cool 22 for Alfonso Plummer. Trent Frazier only, with 15. Only three made threes. Three made only threes. Only nine of those 22 points came from behind the three-point line. Yep, three that's, made threes. I mean, that's great. And eight made field goals. So he made five yeah. inside the arc, which hasn't – I was just looking him up today. Um. He is like in the top 20, I think, of made field goal or made three-pointers this year. No, what was I looking up? Oh, he's the he's the best free throw shooter in the country. He's 37 of 38 from the free throw line. His first miss was in this. Um, he got announcer jinxed um, in this yes. uh, bragging rights game. They were talking yes. about how he had missed, and then he missed that free throw. Um, but, yeah, he had 22. Um, Frazier had 15. No one else in double figures. Grandison had nine, all nine from behind the arc. Uh, DeMonte had three from one single three. Um, Pajimski played some good minutes. He had seven points, and then Coleman Hawkins, five, and Melendez with two. Um, so there's there's the scoring. Uh, 12 of 25 from the three-point line. 
48%, shot 56.9% from the field, um, won the rebounding margin by 12, had 20 assists, which is a really high number, did have 15 turnovers. Turnovers are, are still still an issue. But um, like Logan Don't said, say. this, this was a dismantling. It was a seven-point game with two minutes left in the first half, and it was a 15-point game at half. So this, yeah. they just, or it was a 14 point game and a half. Uh, they went on a huge run to end the second half and then just carried that momentum uh, into the second half. Um, it was just like, it was nearly, nearly perfection of what we wanted to see. Yep. Yep. You would like to see those turnover numbers get cut down. Um, we don't, we need to harp on the situation, but there's still a point guard that hasn't really played much there. Um but other than that, uh, it's I mean, it's this is the team that you want to see uh, playing when the Big Ten season starts, uh, hopefully here in the next week or so. Um, they sh- they're shooting the ball well. They're sharing the ball well. They're getting contributions, not necessarily in the points column from other players, but other players are doing things. Um, and when you have players like Kofi, Plummer, Grandison, and Frazier that can combine to score all of your points, um, if you're, as long as you're getting those other things from other players, then I, this team's dangerous. Um, I'm, yeah. I mentioned it earlier. They still aren't in the top 25, which I don't totally understand. Um, I don't know that. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that this is not one of the top 25 teams in the country. Yeah. Um, I understand the two losses that they, you know, they looked awful out of the gate. Uh, so I get that that's, but this is a very different team from the team that started this season. Um, I figured that that win would be enough to propel them into the top 25, but apparently not. They're still stuck at 26, whatever. That's kind of irrelevant. Um, big 10 season, big 10 season will start soon. And if they can continue to do this against those teams, um, they'll, they'll be fine. They will be fine. Was that the best dunk of Kofi's career? Yeah, could be. Could I be. think it was. He yeah. caught it. Um, I'm watching it right now. From the like where. the free throw line. It looked like he took off from the free throw line. Yeah, he took off from in but so you know the, the free throw line has that half circle that goes below yeah. it, and then and then there's the charge circle. He took off between it, I think. Okay, so he catches it. He catches it at the three point at the top of the key, and he takes two steps. Yeah. He he's just in between the block charge circle and below the free throw line and one hand like air Jordan styled it. Um, I think that's the best one. Cause it shows some athleticism. It's not yeah. just him no, jumping agree. up and tearing the rim off. I agree. Um, You're probably right. Also, did you see what I did towards the end of the game on Twitter? I don't know. Probably. I uh, refresh I my memory. I please. searched on Twitter, Conzo Underwood. And I went back to 2016, 17, when people were <laughs> comparing yes, hires. Yes, I did. Um, so at Dave Matter says, Conzo is a better fit at Mizzou and Illinois than Underwood. I'd rather have Conzo and his recruiting than unproven Underwood. <laughs> Caleb at Caleb Rowden, R-O-D-R-O-W-D-E-N. Absolutely love seeing salty Illinois fan base lose their minds on Twitter after losing back-to-back bragging rights games to a better Mizzou squad. Conzo greater than Underwood. Tillman greater than Coburn. Pickett greater than Io. 
wrong, wrong, and wrong. Yikes. Uh, two more. I got two more. That's a you. wrong take. <laughs> Illinois does not want to see Mizzou on the recruiting trail. Conzo owns Underwood. Odom owns Lovey. Can't argue with the second one, but Odom is also gone <laughs> from there as well. That was August 3rd of 2018. And the last one, a lot has been made of the Underwood Conzo recruiting battles. What battle? This is a massacre. Conzo is owning him. April 14th of 2018 from Mizzou Daily. Yikes. <laughs> oh, how Yikes. things change. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, no, this, and we talked about it last week. This, this rivalry has definitely, it's not what it used to be. Um, it has of not course. gone in yeah. Illinois. It hasn't gone in Illinois favor the last few years. Um, even the, the years with IO, um, they hadn't won. Was it the last three? I think three. Yeah. Uh, prior to this, Io so, never won. Io never game. won a Bregan rights. Uh, yep. Trent and Demonte, would they have now, won the first? They one? Ha- yeah, they now have two. They went two and three. Okay. So regardless, um, those are bad takes. But at the time, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it was just it was just nice to see. Nice to see. Um, there was one other thing that I was going to mention. Oh, Logan also got on me on Twitter for abusive language, not abusive language. Um, aggressive, aggressive language. Yeah. Your, your language <laughs> is not very family friendly on Twitter. Your right? language is offensive. Um, <laughs> it's Mizzou. Uh, I didn't know I disliked them that much, but it, it came out get, of me you, on, um, you get out of the, week. you get out of the, the public eye. I mean, you yeah. still have whatever your follow is followers in your goddamn stupid check mark but um yeah you just all of a sudden think that just say whatever you want on this app on this website you know good for you here i am cursing gonna get us a you know (laughs) a flag but whatever good for you i'm happy for you and your your language did you just language do i do i have to put this as explicit on probably i did cuss yes okay okay I i did i wasn't listening so um, sorry sorry you can blur you can be bleed me out it's, it's easier fine. just to put the check mark of explicit language that's fair um all right uh anything else illinois um before we move on next scheduled game um, as the release says next scheduled game is sunday against yeah, minnesota i'm gonna guess that doesn't happen um i don't i just don't see a world where we're gonna they're gonna get recovered i have no idea how many players this is um uh, i don't see that i don't see sunday happening would be my guess the only um, thing i saw i saw luke goody posted i hate covid on his instagram don't know if well, that means that he that, tested positive yeah, that doesn't or if anything. it's just that he's the only player i've seen post anything so um yeah we don't know the number we don't know um yeah we just don't know a whole lot other than it's enough to postpone uh wednesday's or cancel Wednesday's game. Um, I'm with Logan. I don't know that Minnesota happens on Sunday unless these positive tests were Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm pretty sure it's 10 day quarantine. So even if it was Saturday, 10 days would take you past the second. So um, unless the big 10 changes the rules, I don't foresee Sunday's game happening. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it will. Hope it does. Hope they. Hope they play and that um, Illinois goes on. That's a road game, right? That's not at a Minnesota. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they they do play that game and go on the road and get a get a win. But I'm I'm gonna guess that that game does not get played. If it does happen, yes. 
because we won't record a show before then. If it does happen, are you predicting a win? Minnesota's they were undefeated. Minnesota's been better than what I, I anticipated. Um, predicting a win, no. But do I think a win is? I I think a win is likely, but I'm not sure yeah. that I would go as far as say predicting a win. Um, we don't really pick basketball games on this game, um, so you're not forcing me to do that. So thank you. Right. Um, right. <laughs> if if Illinois is healthy, yes. Yeah. If if Illinois is healthy, even without Carbillo, yes. Uh, yeah. If they are missing any of those main, really four guys, no, I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, would be my guess. Yep. Minnesota's ten and one. They lost to Michigan State in the Big Ten schedule um, that first week of December, but then they beat Michigan the same day. Illinois lost to Arizona. They beat Michigan by ten at Michigan. So, um, hopefully, we see some basketball on Sunday. Um, if not. The next scheduled game is – come on, internets. Nope. Come on. It's the sixth I'm assuming it would be Maryland. Uh, okay. So that would be Thursday? Thursday, the yes. sixth against Maryland um, at home. So um, I think that they could be back for that one. Maybe. We'll I would see. think so. I would think the Big Ten changes it. And um, a lot of these sports reporters that I'm following tweeting about this is talking about the CDC also changing their guidelines to shorten it to seven days from 10 days. And if that happens, then sports conferences would also change and, and it would change everything. So um, things might be changing next week, but um, hopefully we get some basketball um, here pretty soon. Anything else in general, men's basketball? We don't have anything on the rundown, not a lot has happened because of the holiday. No, no, I think, um, yeah, you're right. That this, everything can kind of get shut down for a few days um, around it. So um, no, just, as I said, kind of shocked. They're not, not, Illinois is not the top 25, but that's really the uh, only big takeaway from the last couple of days, other than the yep. fact that they're not, they're not going to play tomorrow. Yep. Um, Illinois football. We almost thought we were going to get one more Illinois football game. I thought we were going to get one more Illinois football game. Yeah, um, there was a brief glimmer of hope there. Wake Forest, who who pulled out? Texas A&M had to pull out of the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville against Wake Forest because of COVID. And there was a big push for Illinois to fill that Texas A&M spot. Um, the game is in Jacksonville, played at the Jaguar Stadium. Shad Khan owns the Jaguar. Shad Khan's an Illinois alum. It made a ton of sense for Illinois to be that replacement. Brett Bielema was pushing for it. But um, however the decision was made, the Gator Bowl goes to Rutgers. So now Rutgers is playing a ranked Wake Forest team and will get beat by 50 instead of Illinois getting beat by 50. So silver lining there. Um, Did you want to see a bowl game from Illinois in that fashion? No. Not really. I mean, I, I would have watched. Um, I think that they really wanted it more for the extra practices than anything, just to yep. get extra reps, have an extra game. Sure. I mean, I see why they would, why uh, Bielma would want it um, as a fan. I mean, sure. I guess it's one extra game to watch, um, but no, I, I don't think that's really, I don't care enough about the ball games in general. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy watching some of them. Um, and I get that there's still a big thing in the landscape of college football and college sports, 
in sports in general. Um, I'm just, I'm kind of past it. I don't think that we need to be handing out extra games for every team that wins six games in their season. I, I don't know. I want to see an actual playoff. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to answer your question, yes, I would have watched it. Would have been cool to see it, but no, I, I don't think we need to just be handing out extra games to people um, yeah. when they don't really deserve it, is my opinion. Oregon playing Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl and Matt Prem, who um, looks like he works for 24-7 covering Oregon, says that he was watching Oregon's practice. And, oh, um, you're talking about having too many bowls and, and stuff. This is what that That's what reminded me. He said the Ducks are without 30 scholarship players due to injuries, opt-outs, and transfers. So it's not even COVID-related. They just might not have enough players to play a game because of other stuff, because of opt-outs and See, transfers and all that. That's another problem <laughs> yeah. with the bowl season, yeah. in my opinion. It's not just the COVID thing right now. I think the bowl thing is – I don't know if that's a conversation we really want to have right now, but – I. I just have issues with it. In fact, yeah. I was the other day, I was, I wasn't doing much of anything. I was thinking about it and I, I didn't even talk to you about this. I drew up what a 2014 playoff would look like. FCS um, style. F- FCS style. I, you know, I put that together just, just to see, uh, just to visualize it. I'm, I don't, that's, I don't think that's happening ever. Um, I think we'll be lucky if we get to 12 teams. Um, but I just think it makes more sense. I, I just, I'm not a fan anymore of the bowl thing. Yes. It's cool. The teams get an extra game, whatever they get money off of it. Sponsors, everything else. Everybody's happy, but I don't think it really, I don't think it does much. I would rather see an actual yeah. playoff with teams competing for an actual championship, as opposed to a four team invitational and then 30, 40 teams getting paired up into some random bowl with some random sponsor in some warm city just to make a few extra bucks. I'm over it. Maybe that's this the 2021 in me talking, but I'm over it. Give yeah, me a 2014 the, playoff. The bowl games this year definitely have not been anything to write home about so far. The good ones are no. coming starting like Wednesday or Thursday or, or when the good ones start, but they've been playing bowls for two weeks and no one cares. Although I did see that the Mizzou Army bowl game had more viewers than the game that Steph Curry broke the three-point record. So people are still watching these bowl games. Yeah, people do watch, and I'm not going to – It's that's why it's never going to go away. Right. I mean, people are obviously going to watch these things because it's the holidays, and that's what they do. They sit around when they're not working, and they watch college football. Yeah. That's not changing. That's why this stuff will never happen. But personally, I'm, I'm over it. Yep. That's just me, though. Uh, it would have been good to see Illinois in a bowl game, um, to be able to put another one on the – bowl game banner there in the south end zone um, at Memorial Stadium. But like Brett Bielema said, and he said it before the end of the season, he basically said that he wants to go to a bowl game just so he can get those 10, 15 extra practices for next year because they're going to need them. Um, but he neither here nor there. Um, the Gator Bowl took Rutgers. There was an opening just yesterday at the Sun Bowl in El Paso when um, – some who pulled out someone pulled out at El Paso. Why can't I think of it? Uh, Miami, Miami Hurricanes yeah. had to pull out of their bowl game against Washington State. 
Um, and the Sun Bowl has said they're still looking for a replacement, but it doesn't seem like the Illinois will be the replacement for that. Um, they would have rather, I guess, gone to the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville than the Sun Bowl in El Paso uh, because everyone was all for that. But I think there was just another one, too. Just now? Um, yeah. Uh, Portnoy tweeted it because it's the, it's the Barstool Bowl. Arizona um, Bowl. Bo- yep. uh, Boise State's out um, of the yep. Arizona Bowl. Uh, uh, yep. I was going to get to that talking about the other ones. Yep. There was, um, there was known positives in the Boise state program, but they weren't sure if they, they thought they might have enough to still go. Um, yep. Boise state has pulled out of the Arizona bowl due to too many players contracting COVID. We were actively looking for a replacement. Um, the talk was that now central Michigan and Washington state are just going to play in the sun bowl which would defunct the Barstool Arizona Bowl. Um, Portnoy is suggesting against that. He suggests that um, – or no, he suggests that Washington State come to Arizona instead of Central Michigan go to uh, El Paso. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that makes five now. So I got them written down here. The Hawaii Bowl was canceled like f- 10 hours before the game. Um, yeah. Memphis That's- and Hawaii – that sucked, but also, like, I could think of worse places to get stuck without a football exactly. game to play. Memphis uh, flew all the way to Hawaii, you know? and then they, did, then they didn't have Whatever. to play a game, and they got a free week in Hawaii. Yeah. Not like um, they flew to Buffalo. The, <laughs> the Fenway Bowl. Fenway Bowl canceled. Virginia had COVID, uh, so SMU and Virginia was canceled. Then the Military Bowl between East Carolina and Boston College. Boston College had to cancel that one, so now the Sun Bowl. Uh, Miami had to cancel, and now the Arizona Bowl, um, Boise State had to cancel. So that's five now that have been canceled. Um, but still, we've they've played like ten. So um, there's still there are still games. There was one just this morning. I think uh, Western Michigan blew the doors off of Nevada, I believe, um, in the the one in Detroit. I forgot which one it is. Uh, Motors Motor the, City, Motors. maybe. Quick lane. Quick lane. Yeah. Quick claim ball. Quick lane. So, um, so that's where we're at now. Um, could definitely be more. Um, let's hope there isn't, but there, uh, there could definitely be even more canceling as we are both scrolling through Twitter as we're recording right now to, uh, to see if we, we come up on anything. Um, we did pick two bowl games last week. Uh, Logan went two and oh, I went one and one. Uh, San Diego State beat UTSA by 14, and UCF beat Florida by 12, 29 to 17. Logan got both of those right. I had Heck UTSA yeah, over San Diego State. So um, we do have a big slate that we're going to pick because there are, like I said, the uh, the better bowl games are starting to starting tomorrow. So we'll just roll through these. I don't think it's any bigger than any. Uh, we picked during the season, but there are going to be a lot. Uh, tomorrow night, the 28th, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Really, the only reason we're picking all these is because I want to just read the crazy names of the bowls because um, they're wild. Um, this one is in San Diego at Petco Park at a baseball stadium. UCLA versus number 18, NC State, 8 and 4 versus 9 and 3, 8 o'clock on Fox tomorrow night. I have heard absolutely nothing but great things about Petco Park. Yep. It is high on my list of ballparks to visit. Um, 
that has nothing to do with the football game other than the fact that that's the venue that it's being played at. Uh, I'm going with NC State. Um, they have been a surprising team in a very weak conference. Yeah. Uh, UCLA, yes, they've had a couple impressive wins, um, and they would be you know, more of a home, home team in this situation. Um, I will take NC State. Uh, I'm going to take NC State as well. I know I need to catch you. You're eight games up on me now, but I'm going to take NC State. Their starting quarterback, I think his name's Devin Leary. His younger brother is Donovan Leary, who signed with Illinois. So I didn't even realize that. Okay. Wow. Never put that together. Yep. Give me the Wolfpack in this one. Also, go pack, go. um, Also, the 28th tomorrow night, guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix at Chase Field. Another baseball stadium, six and six, West Virginia and eight and four Gophers of Minnesota. This one's late 10, 15 on ESPN. West Virginia, hmm. West Virginia. Okay. I don't really have a reason. Um, I know Minnesota has been up and down all season long, um, but I, there's just something about it. I'm just, I'm just feeling West Virginia. Country roads. Take me home. <laughs> That's one of the, I love that song so much. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Give me the big 10. Um, I, I, they were my sleeper West to Virginia. win the big 10 West. Uh, I'm going to stick with them here to, um, to win tomorrow night. I'm going to try and pull up these. Okay. Minnesota's a five point favorite. NC state's a two point favorite. Uh, then we move to, what would it be? Wednesday, the 29th, the new era pinstripe bowl in the Bronx at Yankee stadium, another baseball stadium, six and six, Maryland versus six and six, Virginia tech, big 10 or ACC. Eeks. See, mm-hmm. remember what I said earlier about these bowl games? Yeah. This is why who yep. cares? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Uh, Maryland. Okay. Because why not? Uh, Virginia um, Tech, because why not? I just yeah. don't think Maryland's that good. They're but not. Virginia Tech probably isn't either. So um, the Cheez-It Bowl, this one might be a good one. Iowa State was preseason, I think they were top 10 at one point, maybe top five at one point this year. Yeah, top 10, I think, yeah. Top 10. Um, so the Cheez-It Bowl is number 19, Clemson, 9-3. and three. Uh, This bowl is in Orlando against Iowa State, 7-5, five, 545 on ESPN. Dabo or Matt Campbell? Does the winning coach in this one get cheese it's dumped on them? I believe of so. I believe so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Talk about um, a dream. Uh, Iowa State. I'm gonna take Ooh. Iowa State. Okay. Um, I'm taking Clemson. I've just Clemson, yeah. They they finished fairly strong in a pretty weak conference. Um, Iowa State was not as good in a better conference. I'll take Iowa State. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with Clemson. I think they okay. figured some figured some stuff out. Also that night, the 29th, the Valero Alamo Bowl. We talked about it a little bit. This one in San Antonio. Uh, number 14, Oregon, 10 and 3, versus number 16, Oklahoma, 10 and 2, 915 on ESPN. 30 players for Oregon unavailable as of now. Who you got? These are um, a pair of teams that would have made my hypothetical 2014 playoff. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth. Um, 
I'd rather watch that than this. Um, duh, Oklahoma. Oregon has, again, some impressive wins on their resume, but they looked awful their last two games against Utah. Yeah. And Oklahoma um, was very close to potentially getting – well, they weren't probably going to get into the playoff. But uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I'll stop right there. Two programs with new head coaches. So current yes. interim coaches right now. Correct. New ones coming in next year. Um, you went with Oklahoma? If we were, if we were in a 2014 playoff, then we wouldn't have interim coaches. Just going to say it right now. You are correct. You went Oklahoma, right? Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think I'm going to go there as well uh, for the same reasons. For the same reasons. Oregon just hasn't. They didn't end the year well at all. Uh, we were talking about the Cheez-It Bowl with the winning coach getting Cheez-Its dumped on their head. How about the Duke's Mayo Bowl? On the you 30th. Mean the, Duke's, the Duke's Mayo Who Cares Bowl? <laughs> on the 30th. North Carolina versus South Carolina. Both six and six. South Carolina. Okay, I'll take North Carolina and we can move Fox. on. <laughs> uh, also that day, the 30th. <laughs> Trans Perfect Music City Bowl in Nashville. This is a bowl that I would like to go to just because it's in Nashville. So if Illinois is ever in this bowl, I'm probably going to go out of my way to go to it because I love Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, even better because Tennessee is playing in it. Tennessee 7-5 and five versus Purdue 8-4, and four, 3 o'clock ESPN on the 30th. Boiler up. Boiler up. I'm taking Purdue. Really? Purdue, okay. I've, Purdue has been fun. Yeah. They have been just the giant slayers all season long. Yeah. Uh, it didn't amount to them, you know, getting anywhere with it, but uh, pretty hey, eight and four is a good year. Eight and four is a yeah, great absolutely. year. Absolutely. Um, a lot of talk in Louisville of trying to pry Brom and get him to come back to Louisville. I'm sure. Uh, don't know that it's ever going to happen, though. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee. I think they can just put up points, too many points, and I don't know that Purdue's going to stop them. So is, I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm just going to ask this question. Is Louisville that much of a better job than Purdue? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm from the outside looking in, but he went to high school here. Is it a better job than Purdue? I get the, obviously that part of it, but just in terms of hierarchy and, you know, the world of coaching, is it a better job in general? I would probably, I would lean towards yes. I would lean towards it is. Okay. Just, yeah, I would lean towards it being a bit, a little bit of a better job. I don't think a, I think Louisville has the potential to be a, a can. What's the word? Consistent top twenty-five team. I just don't think you have that potential at Purdue. But I mean, I don't know that I could be completely wrong. Um, and then the nightcap on the thirtieth, the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, from none other than Las Vegas. Wisconsin eight and four, Arizona State eight and four, ten thirty on ESPN. Big Ten, Pac twelve. Uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go there as well. Um, I saw something just last week that Arizona State announced that Herm Edwards would be back next year. I'm like, oh, there was rumors that he was gonna get fired. Like he's eight and four. I forgot he was even there. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Logan is completely checked out of college football. He can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> um, December 31st, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. This is the one that Illinois almost played in. Jacksonville, Florida, number 17, Wake Forest, 10 and 3 versus Rutgers, 5 and 7, 11 o'clock on ESPN. 
Did I do it? Yeah. No. Wake, for- no. Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest. <laughs> no chance. Yeah, Wake Forest is no probably going to put up 55 on- in this game. Um, all right, a couple more here before we get to the New Year's Six. The Outback Bowl on the first, Penn State 7-5, and five, first number 21, Arkansas 8-4. and four. Seven and five, a down year for Penn State. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Woo pig. I'm going to take Penn State. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Penn State in this one. Uh, this is a noon game on ESPN2. They're a slight favorite. Um, I don't know. Arkansas, they were also a top 10 team and, and just faded hard, although they're still ranked. Um. The Verbo Citrus Bowl, also January 1st in Orlando, number 15, Iowa versus number 22, Kentucky. 10 and 3 versus 9 and 3. This is a one o'clock kick on ABC. Iowa. Same. Iowa. I can't pick Kentucky in anything. No. That's, uh, is that because of where you live? It's just not, you're just not allowed to anymore. Oh, or... there's a ton of Kentucky fans here. It's literally split. Just, Louisville, just surprisingly, Louisville surprisingly is split like 50-50. I see just as much, if not more, UK stuff than I do Louisville stuff. Okay. Which is good to know. Kind of a surprise. All right. Getting into the New Year's Six Bowls. December 30th in Atlanta, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Number 12, Pittsburgh. Number 10, Michigan State. 11-2 and two versus 10-2. and two. Night game, 7 o'clock, ESPN. Are either of the exciting players playing in this game? Kenny Pickett is not. Kenneth Walker is not. Then why should I care, Craig? Why should I care? It's New this Year's is Six. my problem. This is my problem. Stupid. Um, Michigan State. Michigan State. Go Sparty. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm leaning to um, because I think the loss of Walker is more easily replaced than the loss of Pickett. I don't even know who Pitt's backup quarterback is. So I will also go with Sparty, Michigan State, to win the Peach Bowl. All right, then the three huge ones on the first. The Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X in Pasadena, California. Number 11, Utah. Number six, Ohio State. A couple of red and black and gray and white schools. Five o'clock, ESPN. Poor Utah. Poor Utah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Ohio State. I, I can't not pick Ohio State. Utah's looked good uh, against Oregon and the last couple times they played in Oregon beat Ohio state. So by that theory, um, you should pick Utah, but I, I just don't, I don't see that happening. I think this is Ohio state by two touchdowns. Yep. I agree. Ohio state, the line is six and a half, but I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to be more than that. Um, I'll take the Buckeyes. How many, how many Rose bowls do you think Ohio state has won? Just ballpark. I, I didn't look it up. It just popped in my head. Eight, eight. Oh, I was going to go double digits. I have no idea. Yeah. Do you want me to look it up? You don't have to. We can look it up after the show. <laughs> Unless the viewers really want it. <laughs> uh, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Oklahoma State, 11 and 2 versus Logan Lee's South Bend native, number five, Notre Dame, 11 and 1. One o'clock on ESPN. The Notre Dame faithful are, they're excited. They're excited about playing in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, are you being sarcastic? Sort of. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Notre Dame. I think they are excited to play for what's his name. And um, 
things are just I, I Notre Dame. I think this yeah. will be Notre Dame. I'm gonna take Oklahoma State only because I need to catch you. <laughs> good. good. <laughs> only because I need to catch you. Um, Oklahoma State's look good. I I can see it happening. I think it's gonna be a great game. It, it's weird to me that this is an afternoon game though, right? Because it would be eleven. It's at like and- noon. It's, it's like a one o'clock or it's one o'clock Eastern. So it would be 11 in yeah. Arizona, right? Yeah. That's weird. That's very weird to me. Yeah. Um, the nightcap on the new year's, the first day of 2022, the all state sugar bowl, new Orleans, Louisiana, number seven, Baylor versus number eight, Ole Miss. This one. I like this one. 11 and two Baylor versus 10 and two Ole Miss. Um, eight forty five on ESPN chip and Joe. um no i think i gotta go with the lane train i hate picking against you want to catch me don't you (laughs) and i'm sure you were gonna pick Ole miss Uh, if if i don't do this then yeah baylor we'll go baylor (laughs) we'll go baylor chip and joe i coaxed him into it We'll make it – we'll add some drama to the picks. We'll add some drama. I'll go with Baylor. Your mic just uh, changed. I didn't hear that. Is this better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, check, I, check, yes. Chuck, Chuck. I am going Ole Miss uh, lane train on this one. I'm, I'm, he signed his extension there, and I am stunned. I am stunned that he's staying at Ole Miss. But that's neither here nor there. All right. Where, now moving go? T- Where is he going to go? USC? A, a, a bigger SEC school? I'm I mean, surprised maybe. he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't go to Miami, Florida, or LSU. I, I'm really, I'm pretty surprised at that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the college football playoffs. Uh, the big ones. This is what Logan wants. The playoffs. College football playoff at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Dallas, Texas, number four, Cincinnati, undefeated 13-0 against number one, Alabama, 12-1. This is the first one, 3-30 on ESPN. On These are on the 31st. These are December 31st. You doing it? I have, a, I have an eight-game lead on you. Yes. <laughs> I'm not really worried about my lead. <laughs> Do you want to redo that last pick? <laughs> no. Okay. I want to pick Cincinnati. I'm going to do it. Good. I like it. I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. Um, but I would love to see it happen. I don't even care if they get blown out by Georgia or Michigan in, in the championship game. I would just really love to see them beat Alabama. Yeah. Um, do I think they can? Yes. Do I think they will? No. Uh, but I'm going to take them anyway. I'll take Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see it. I would love to see them win the whole damn thing. Uh, Absolutely. I, th- I think they're a great football team. I think they can beat anyone except for Alabama and Georgia. What's the spread on this? And Michigan. 13 and a half. Yikes. Yeah. I think I, I don't I think, think the, they will. But I think the I'm only three teams, anyway. only three teams in college football that they cannot beat are the three that are in the playoff with them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take Alabama to get to the championship in the other one, college football semifinal at the capital one, orange bowl, Miami gardens, Florida, number three, Georgia versus number two, Michigan, both are 12 and one 
It's the 7.30 game on ESPN. Big 10 or SEC? All SEC championship? Well, I pick Cincinnati, so uh, oh, that's right. it wouldn't that's be, right. it wouldn't be right. that uh, in terms right. of my pick. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go no SEC championship and take Michigan. Okay. There you go. Just to let you take Georgia and get your lead cut into the lead and then eventually beat me. So I'm going to take Michigan. I was going to pick Michigan. Oh, and I'm darn. I'm sticking by it. I think Michigan, okay. I think Michigan does it. I think, um, yeah, Georgia's defense balled out for most of the season, but um, I don't think the competition was super tough some of the time. So I think, um, I think Michigan's found something this year. And I think they get to the championship. So for the playoff champion, national championship in Indianapolis, Logan has Cincinnati in Michigan. I have Alabama and Michigan. Who are you going with? We don't need to pick this yet. We don't. When's no, the game? This will be. Oh, will it be Monday? Yeah. We can pick that next week. <laughs> oh, wait, but when is it? Is it Monday though? The 10th. Oh, yeah. We, we got time. We can pick that next week. I had my yeah, we'll, dates we'll all pick wrong. That next week. We'll pick that next week. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that's our picks for this week. Um, I think there's probably about 15 of them. That sounds right. 15 or 16. Great content. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're going to redo this for next year. Logan's already uh, kind of suggested how we should do it. And I somewhat agree with him so we'll figure it out but um thanks for putting up with that all year and, and letting us kind of say what we think logan's obviously more knowledgeable in this sport than i am so <laughs> yes we will go with that make more games uh correctly yes, i did than I. I all right um college sports out of the way anything professionally that you want to touch on um hmm well did you watch much uh, Christmas Day NBA basketball? No. No, me either. Um, no. no. Did you watch much NFL Christmas I watched, Day yes. after Christmas NFL? Yes. I watched um, almost every NFL game. At this point, who, what's your Super Bowl pick? Um, probably I want to pick the Packers, but mm. – Probably Packers and I think I'm going to stick with our preseason pick Packers and Chiefs. That's fair. I think, I think the NFC is, yeah, I think the NFC is way better this year. Um, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, Cardinals all already have 10 or 11 wins. Um, the Colts are playing really well in the AFC, um, bills, Patriots. Yeah. AFC is tougher to pick in my eyes. Um, I could see the Rams. I could see the Rams going to the Super Bowl. Um, I like the way the Cowboys played last night, but I don't trust them in the playoffs. So I'm not going to pick them. So just curious. I yeah. like the Rams. I really, I think I like the Rams have something, something cooking. Um, yeah. Not that I think 
I would go against what I picked in the preseason because even though they've stumbled a bit, I think the Chiefs are more than capable of winning that, winning the AFC. But um, I like the Rams. I like the Rams and the Patriots have been not that the Rams have surprised me. The Patriots have surprised me. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, in two years, I like the Bengals. I love, yeah. I love the Bengals roster. They need a couple more pieces. But Joe Burrow, 525 yards yesterday, four touchdowns. He was on my bench. But I was <laughs> I was never gonna start him over Patrick Mahomes. So no, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. like I'm I wish I would have had those points, but like that just wasn't happening. So You're I need 16 in. points. 16 points from Alvin Kamara tonight uh would put me in the championship game. So doable. Very doable. It's it's very doable. How it's many leagues possible. are you in? Two. One of them, I'm out. Um, okay. Did you make the, the playoffs? One, no. Okay. Nope. I made the playoffs in one of the two this year. So. Okay. Yep. We're. Uh, I'm almost there. I need 16 points. So. Yeah. I'm in four. One of them is a family league that's very chill, laid back. This is just the first year that my cousin thought to do it. The other three are are keeper serious leagues. One of them, it's the first year. Um, it's, it was a auction draft. So the keeper, you pay an extra dollar than what you drafted him for this year. Um, it's, it's very much in the ex, – we're, we're exploring a lot of things still with this league. It's not set in stone. That one yeah. I snuck in. I was a six seed, went seven and seven. My one with uh, – both of the other ones with my friends, one of them, I was the number one seed all year. I was nine and three. Had the number one, I was number one in the league. Lost the last two weeks of the regular season, so that caused me to drop to the third spot, which I missed out on the first round by on the playoffs, and I lost in the first round. The other one, I was two and seven. No, I was I was two and five. The other one, I was two and five, one seven in a row to get the three seed. Just missed out on the first round by, and I lost. Three playoff appearances lost in the first round of every single one. That's tough. Tough year. Tough, tough year. But at least you made it. Tough year. Could have finished ninth like I usually do. I'd rather finish ninth than get fifth, get a better draft pick next year. That's true. That's one way to look at it. Absolutely. <clears throat> do you still have your whole NBA team on COVID list? Yeah, I lost zero to I lost eight to zero. Uh, this past week, most of my teams on COVID, uh, it's, it's, I mean, guys are slowly starting to come back, but, uh, it's, it's not been a good couple weeks. I like my team. Um, but, uh, yeah, COVID has depleted that fantasy basketball team right now. So, uh, yeah, it was not a good week, not a good week. I have been now beaten twice in a row by uh, members of the Fletcher family. So, um, um, yeah, that just did not end well for me. (laughs) Um, Io is back with the Bulls. He came out of his yep. protocol earlier this week. I think he last I checked, he had six points last night in their game against um, the Pacers. Um, I don't think there's anything else NBA related. I haven't been paying too much attention. Talked a little NFL. Um, MLB's still in the lockout, so no news there. So, uh, all right. Anything else sports related? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't think so. Any movies or TV this week? 
Anything going uh, on? I did watch Nightmare Alley uh, shortly after yep. we recorded last week's episode. Yep. I was kind of underwhelmed by it. Um, at one point, I thought that was best picture quality uh, or at least nomination quality. It really wasn't. Um, it'll be it'll get some noms from Bradley Cooper and maybe some of that type of stuff. But um, but that's about it. I've seen this week. I'm I got a lot that came out this week um, around Christmas that I haven't got to yet that I plan to get to this week. Um, so have, hopefully have some more updates um, next week about some of that stuff. But um, yeah, Hawkeye. I don't, you probably haven't watched it. Um, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was just kind of a fun six episode show. Um, other that, other than that, no, this past week has been a lot of uh, Christmas movies. And um, I started to watch eight bit Christmas, which was a HBO max original movie. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, kind of like the narrator type thing. It's about a, like video games in the eighties. Yeah. Um, I didn't get very far into it yet. I, I need to finish it. It was good though. I enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, how about you? Anything? I want to ask you about a movie. Okay. What do you think of American under underdog? It looks awful. Have you looked at the reviews though? No, I haven't. Surprisingly pretty good. Really? Uh, I mean, I was, I figured at Did- some point I would watch it. Did you not want to know that so you can go in blind? No, Did I ruined that. No, for no, you? no, 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 you didn't ruin anything. Um, I do typically like to go in blind, but no, that that doesn't bother me. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I was, I knew I would see it at some point, um, but I didn't really have super high hopes for it. It just doesn't look great. Um, but I mean, I like Zach Levi. Um, he seems to play Kurt Warner well from what I've seen in trailers. Uh, I've watched a lot of the stuff from their media circuit. Um, some of the interviews and stuff they've done on different shows and things. Um, I will see it at some point. I think it's funny that that's coming out of the exact same time as another football movie. Um, I think it's called National National Champions. Champions. Or I saw it had like the fourth worst week ever. Like, yeah. No, like I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, I had, no. The other one has been promoted a lot more than that one. Um, I, yeah, I'll get to him at some point. Um, but just from based on what I'd seen, I I didn't think it looked very good. But I could be wrong. I would love to be surprised on that. I thought the same thing. I saw the first trailer and it looked like I, I, I watched it. And I was like, that looks like the worst football movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And then another trailer came out and they improved some things. Like it looked more like real football. The first one looked like the jerseys were like t-shirts and they were very baggy. And like, you could tell that they had to fake a ton of the football stuff, but the second trailer yeah. looked okay. So I was like, oh, okay, it's getting better, but it still looked very hallmarky. Yeah. And we talked about it when we went to the Illinois Arizona game, because all of those guys I went to went with that went to that game with were Rams fans at that time, huge Kurt Warner fans. And one of them made the point, and I asked him, I was like, Are you gonna go see it? He's like, I have good memories of that Rams team and Kurt Warner, <laughs> and I don't want to go to this movie and it ruined yeah. the only good Rams memory I have. Yeah. Um, and then I started reading some stuff and I looked it up. Is there a threshold on Rotten Tomatoes for you that you're like, okay, that's a good, a good score for it. That makes you be like, oh, that must be a pretty good movie. Like if you see a number, you're like, okay, that's respectable. Um, I mean, if it's a movie that I'm expecting to be good, if it doesn't score on Rotten Tomatoes, like at least like an 80, um, I would question it for movies like that that I'm 
not expecting much out of, I would probably say if it was like a 65 or something, I would be a little um, surprised. And it's a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. That's, that is interesting. I, it makes me at least a little more intrigued by it now. What do you, um, what do you put into the audience score? How much stock do you put into the audience score? I sometimes value that a little more. Take a guess at what take a guess at what the audience score on this is. See, sometimes those can be really divisive. Um, and I don't know what that type of movie if the critics would like it more than the audience. But you said the the critics is a seventy six. Critics is a seventy five on forty eight reviews. The audience score wow. has five hundred plus verified ratings. I don't know what that means. Eighty. Ninety-eight. Yikes! Wow. Okay. I'll I'll I will give it a watch. That's it. it will. I had the same reaction as you. It I'm has like, been very low okay. on my list. It was one same. of those that if I didn't get to it by the time that I do my end of the year thing, then I wasn't going to worry about it. But maybe maybe I will have to include it in my must watch list. Same. So okay, same. interesting. I had not Me seen and- that. Me and Christy just talked about that last night while we were eating dinner because um, she might take a trip with her family this weekend, um, which would I would be here with the dogs. Um, and I asked her if she wanted to see it, because if she didn't, that's something I could do, you know, in the middle of it, like go get a matinee or something. Um, and so we started looking up the reviews. She ha- she hadn't heard of it. Um, I don't think she even knew who Kurt Warner was, honestly. So I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes and I saw the scores and I was like, hmm whoa it's actually getting good scores so yeah, that surprises so yeah, me i think it's okay. on our list as well interesting so. that might have changed my whole perspective on that movie <laughs> i know i know right so now you're yeah. gonna go into it and it's gonna be what you thought it was and you're gonna yeah. be like now you've oh, probably God. ruined it for me actually <laughs> but no that's remember, good that's, i know we're uh, we're just bsing here and going way too long but do you remember a couple years ago when i told you i was gonna do something new with movies and i wasn't the movies that i wanted to see i wasn't gonna watch a trailer so I could go oh, in yeah. completely, yeah. like completely blind. Yeah, yeah, that hasn't worked out whatsoever. Cause I watch I watch trailers for like every movie, but I rarely go to the movies. I watch trailers for everything. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, the recording says almost an hour and a half, but I know we haven't been going because we had our little pre pre-show meeting. But um, you got anything else? Um no, no. I, you know, I'm happy, you know, happy we're here happy to do this we are closing in on a full year yeah it's crazy the end Um, of february yeah it's nuts uh no just uh you know merry christmas happy new year to you to you and your family and uh all the listeners out there hope everybody had a good safe holiday and have a safe new year coming up you have any big new year's plans no no Uh, me and christy hadn't planned anything and like i said she might be going with her family down to to Atlanta, which would go through Saturday. So she would be down there with them. Um, so no, we, I've okay. no new year's plans. The last three, maybe, three years, maybe we'll I do think a, maybe go ahead, go ahead. The last three no, years, I think I've fell asleep before midnight. So yes, new, new year's has kind of lost its luster to me. <laughs> we'll do a new year's live stream. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Nope. I'm good. I'm good. I got we, else. That is something for those of you that are still hanging on here, listening to us. That is something that me and Logan have talked about doing, doing Illinois game watch parties 
live stream watch parties. We haven't got it logistically figured out yet, but if that's something that you would like to see and you might watch along with us, hit us up on our socials to kind of gauge some interest. Um, see if you would watch along or, or interact with us if we did that during the Big Ten season and we might um, might figure out a way to, to get that done. So, um, But like Logan said, happy holidays, happy new year to all of you. Thank you for listening to us for 10 months now. Um, I think our year anniversary is the end of February. Um, so thanks for putting up with us. Um, be safe out there. Uh, hopefully we can get Illinois basketball back and all these other programs back. Um, if the vaccine is something that you believe in, go get that booster. Uh, keep us all safe. Um, but just know that it is your choice. Um, yeah. So let's, let's have, a, have a safe new year. Have a, have a um, safe and happy new year. Uh, let's hope 2022, we start to rebound and get back to normal. So, Logan, well anything else? No, no, sir. All right. Thanks for listening. That's episode 47. We'll be back next week. Logan might be back in his permanent location and not in his brother's <laughs> spare bedroom. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll see you next week. 362 days till Christmas. Bye. (laughs)